Welcome to the Goracom podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you and make sure to follow our podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Borcom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out important news with us today. Happy to have them back, especially with what's going on in Ottawa, what happened in Ottawa, what's going on in the Ukraine. You're going to really want to watch this or listen to this if you're on podcast. We got David Luxon, he's executive chairman at Quest Microsystems Trades in Canada under KWE. For our friends in the US, KWEMF. For those new to the story, here's what you need to know. Quest is a leader in what we call defensive technology. They increase the capabilities of soldiers, including and especially those of NATO and its allies. These technologies make a critical difference to soldier safety and effectiveness. Uh, the leadership team uh, spans decades and hundreds of millions of dollars, like billions in military and homeland security contracts. They've even partnered with globally recognized equipment manufacturers, including Samsung, uh, where they're upgraded to Samsung USA partner status. What's that translated into? Well, last full year, $1.275 million in, in revenue for the year to September 30th. The company's Arwin anti-riot uh, device, which has proven invaluable in helping in the Ottawa protests, uh, is getting about $400,000 in police orders for that. Uh, the Ukraine invasion has driven requests for their phantom electronic decoy technology, which is fascinating and usually I'm even more, I have more fun and enthusiasm about it, but given the fact what's happened in Ukraine, we're gonna keep it strictly business. And they've even got a master agreement with global defense contractors uh, with a, with that, you, that you all know very well, uh, which includes up to a million dollar in orders for initial prototypes uh, of systems. So if that wasn't enough, David Luxem himself, who you can see on the screen is a recognized entrepreneur in the defense and security industry. His track record is too long to, to mention here, but trust me when I tell you it's big and companies under his leadership have generated over a billion dollars in sales. So if there's anybody that's well-versed in this, it's David. Welcome back to the show, David. Hey, George. Great to see you again. Hey, great to have you. Uh, <laughs> and it's unfortunate there's a double-edged sword going on in the world right now. A lot of unrest, uh, which drives obviously more demand and requests for your product. But uh, I think I said off screen, at least you're there uh, for everybody to help out. So let's talk about something you said in your last corporate update. Quote, uh, there's a stronger, we have a stronger outlook for our products in the face of a changing operating environment. What do you mean by that? Yeah, well, everybody, of course, has been uh, hearing the news and uh, it's all crept up on everyone. And a lot of it's been a big surprise. We go back a few weeks, we had the trucker protest, you know, that originated right here in Ottawa, <clears throat> that has spread to uh, other cities in North America, as well as Canada, it's even spread overseas. There was a lot of anxiety about how that might evolve. And uh, that certainly drives business for a company like Quest. More dramatically, you know, we've now seen the outbreak of not just hostilities, but outright war <clears throat> on a vastly destructive scale. Uh, in the Ukraine with a potential for that to have very long lasting effects that, that really amount to a reordering of the security arrangements in Europe and, and, uh, and perhaps beyond. Security arrangements have been in place for decades. And this attunes everybody to the reality of the threat and, and, the, uh, 
and the need for the kinds of what we call next generation tactical systems we specialize in, which is in three areas, and you touched on some of these. One is <clears throat> a breakthrough in uh, non-lethal systems that critical, have big, so application, big applications in public security and personal defense and beyond. Uh, secondly, digitization. We're in a digital age. NATO countries uh, and their partner nations everywhere have programs underway to digitize their soldiers so that they have real-time situational awareness and can also use that for, for targeting as well as a common operating picture. Now that's more urgent than ever. And 30, we have, as you know, some counter threat uh, systems based on some of our proprietary technology that does miniaturize integration of sensors and softwares. And, and that uh, includes uh, counter laser technology or laser detection systems. Uh, that's really important because troops and their vehicles um, get lased or lasered, if you that's like. How they tag them. And uh, that's how they're targeted, then they can be attacked. And, uh, and also, in, in the case of the present conflict, some of these uh, laser systems have been weaponized so that they will fry and melt down anything optical, like scopes, and, but also eyeballs. And so lasers are uh, uh, a hazard of modern warfare now. And this is attuned <clears throat> NATO forces. Not that they weren't attuned before they were, but uh, now, the, now the pace of being ready matters, right? So that's favorable for a company like us, bad for the world. And, uh, and then we have, you mentioned Phantom. Uh, another big threat in theaters of operation is forces get detected electronically because of the electromagnetic signature that they emit, right, from the right, radio. So I'm a soldier, I've got radios on me, I've got some batteries, and no matter what, I've got some. And that's how they, doesn't matter if I'm hiding behind a building or a bush, where that's how I can get detected, right? So no you guys create electronic hide. decoys through Phantom. That's right. And this is not a theoretical issue. Uh, troops and armor divisions have been uh, wiped out from having their position detected, in comes precision missile fire, and they're vaporized. And uh, so this wow. is really intensified the interest for our phantom electronic decoy. This is um, obviously some security sensitivity around this, so I won't say very much about it other than what we've said publicly before. You can find out from our website, this perfectly mimics our normal friendly force communications of any NATO country, according to their protocols. And you sprinkle these in a battlefield and now <clears throat> the enemy doesn't know which is a real location and which is a phantom location. So, right, so there could down. be me and nine of my, <clears throat> nine of my fellow soldiers out there. It could be a, a unit of 10 of us, but through phantom, you can make it look like there are 50 of us and, 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 uh, and the, the enemy yeah. systems don't know which one is, is the real one and which one are the decoys, right? That's right. And, and typically to find out, they've got to send out drones. And uh, so that starts to slow down what's called their targeting cycle. And so that's slowing them down. And they may also then throw out some ordnance, you know, missiles, artillery shells. So it's now causing them to consume ordnance and um, intelligence and surveillance assets on on phantom target positions. And so, you know, this technology uh, has existed before, but on big platforms that go on big vehicles. 
And what we have is highly miniaturized, so you can deploy it at the level of the individual soldier or put it on a drone and sprinkle these in the battlefield areas. And let's talk about that, David, because you guys are almost you guys are pioneers here. And I think it's important for people to know you're not you're not competing against Lockheed Martin uh, and all the other defense contractors for big uh, offensive weaponry <clears throat> and solutions. You're on the defensive side and you're able to take it right down to a, a very granular level that most people haven't been able to. So is that your competitive advantage? Is that is that the market that you guys are able to fit in nicely? And I don't yeah, want to say dominate, but- And in and, and a word, uh, George, that's just called the tactical market or the tactical edge. And uh, particularly when soldiers uh, start to be deployed in uh, what's called dismounted patrols, right? Or, or on foot. So at the level of big platforms and systems, as you mentioned, right, big uh, tanks, armored personnel carriers, and uh, and uh, ships, <clears throat> uh, and aircraft, these you know, big systems exist. But what has not existed until now, and, and to our knowledge, we have the only systems like this are miniaturized systems that can be used by what are called dismounted troops. And, and hence uh, the name Quest Microsystems. There's a reason for that. There's a reason for the microsystems. <clears throat> We've got a proprietary technology that that uh, miniaturizes these typically big platforms, right? In some, in some cases, down to something the size of your thumbnail. So from a piece of furniture down to the size of your thumbnail. Unbelievable. And it integrates these sensors and, and the software. And... Um, and so we have this technology advantage that's unique. We've also been in the industry collectively for about 10,000 years, <laughs> as you've noted. So, so we certainly know the industry and, and we don't compete with uh, the big tier one defense country. You know, we partner with them as you, you may have seen in some of our announcements in uh, December, you know, we've partnered with General Dynamics um, mission systems for digitization programs. Uh, we've partnered with General Dynamics Land Systems uh, to put things like our Phantom right onto uh, the next generation of uh, vehicles for a big U.S. customer in, in significant quantities. And uh, and as we said publicly, uh, we continue to be in discussions with a number of other OEMs for complementary programs. And we've done this before, you know, very successfully. Uh, partnered up with in previous lives, partnered up with uh, big tier one OEMs who we know, and the big defense contractors. And, uh, uh, you know, we, we fill some very valuable niches that are, you know, that, that are big. Um, but, but big is relative. It's too small for them. But yeah, for I was going to say, there might be a rounding error on your, on their end, <laughs> yeah, but for right. you, a hundred million dollars <laughs> is a company maker at the end of the day. Yeah, that's right. So it pulls us through into, into big programs everywhere right so that's a it's a proven strategy and uh and here we are just taking a page from that playbook and doing it successfully let's talk about a couple of specific applications so look uh, we're both canadian you're in ottawa right now i'm four <laughs> hours away from ottawa um your arwen anti-ride equipment was used at the trucker protests in ottawa uh, <laughs> it's a non-lethal system which i think was critical in helping, uh, in assisting in, in quelling the protests and to make sure that it happened non-lethally at the end of the day, right? So uh, let's talk about how successful you are in Ottawa and what kind of orders 
you've received, what kind of interest you've, you've received as a result of Arwen? Well, we're receiving interest all the time. Uh, certainly the trucker protest has, has been a catalyst, um, not necessarily because of that specific incident in Ottawa, but because of the spread of the trucker protest and, okay. and the awareness by authorities that they need to be ready right for uh, for public order incidents like this and and uh, you know arwen is uh, it's an iconic name for what it does uh, and and they um, and it has customers <clears throat> throughout north america not just in canada and overseas and uh, you know it's used every day and you don't hear about it but it saves lives every day so and how so does it do that, David? How you kind of explain to us how yeah, Arwen works? How is it? I can explain it to you from first-hand knowledge. I was firing it yesterday. <laughs> I wish I had video of that. <laughs> yeah, so <clears throat> it um, it basically is a blunt impact system. So it hits you with a big fat uh, baton that comes out the end of the barrel of this. I mean, this is one of the few launchers like this, grenade launchers that was actually made for non-lethal applications, right? For public order and control. Most rocket launchers, most <clears throat> grenade launchers that are used have actually been made to take high explosive grenades and, and, and uh, they're used for, for crowd control and so on. That's kind of a secondary, uh, you know, non-perfect application of it, but they are when, is made for saving lives. It's made to be non-lethal, and it is uh, a baton that gives you uh, a big impact when it hits you. Uh, people are trained to be able to, to fire it uh, sort of center mass, uh, so that's where it impacts someone. It is extremely accurate. I was astonished shooting it yesterday on how accurate this is. And so how do I get my hands on one of those for my unruly neighbors? Yeah, well, yeah, we do get some requests like that. <laughs> now, but what kind of so you've got as a result of maybe success in deploying in Ottawa during or or maybe another, I know you can't be specific, but that's led to sounds like numerous, numerous quotes for replenishments, uh and new replenishments, orders. that's right, and to be um and 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 simply to up the level of readiness right and uh, uh so it's got a great fan club out there um uh but we're there to spread the uh, the love amongst other agencies uh one of the reasons we acquired this company back in december is that it's just got so much unrealized potential and uh almost from the day we bought it you know we've seen an increase in the pace of orders so, I mean, everywhere there is, there's a heightened sense of the need to be ready for public order incidents and, and to be able to use something that's really proven, really safe, so that uh, everybody goes home alive is as much about the safety of the officer as well, right, as, as the safety of the person um, getting hit with this to, to uh, temporarily incapacitate them. And, and so critical to make sure that protests, unrest, don't get don't get escalated as a result of tactics deployed by law enforcement right that's why your products are so important because they don't escalate people it's non-lethal um that's right as opposed and to escalating things because someone was was just killed 
Yeah, and you know, a minute ago, I used the phrase, everybody goes home alive. I mean, there's the objective, right? And it's the, it's the design philosophy in our new para-ops non-lethal systems, which have broad application, not just in public order, uh, but for uh, personal security and for animal control and even for um, uh, force-on-force training. Uh, so it's really quite a breakthrough technology. We launched that at SHOT Show in January. There's an enormous amount of interest there. Uh, and that's a product that's not just for police and not just for public order, uh, but has a lot of these other applications, including for someone's own personal defense. And uh, again, where, where the nature of the technology makes it very reliable, for one thing, there's people out there that promote air guns, essentially paintball guns, you know, that will shoot projectiles, some of them with, with irritant powder in it. Um, but people who know, know that air guns are just not reliable and especially in a critical incident. So you want something that is reliable. Ours is reliable because it, it uses a cartridge like, um, in, in, like a gun cartridge, only with no gunpowder in it. No gunpowder, no exposed, no compressed air. And so it's got a very uh, low velocity, but it's got a very effective payload when it hits you. Right? Is, this, is your acquisition of Arwen just an example of a great product that needed probably a better marketing machine behind it to achieve its true potential. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah. based on, based on what you're seeing already, does, are you pretty confident that you guys are going to be able to really uh, expand by several multiples uh, the, what Arwen was doing while, while it wasn't under your umbrella? Well, I, I am uh, very enthusiastic about its potential. I can tell you the whole Arwin team is. I was with them yesterday and our para-ops team. And, you know, the market's everywhere, whether it's for public order or the para-ops or personal defense, for example, uh, or to, uh, to, to uh, stop a dangerous suspect, incapacitate them temporarily. Uh, everybody is just enormously enthusiastic about the potential for these products, and the and the uh, the fellows who came with us from with the constitute the Arwin team, uh, you know, are, are clearly uh, very enthusiastic about the new ownership. They know we understand the market, right? We're not just financial owners. Uh, we've been there and done it, a lot of us. So so we've got operational experience, and uh, you know, we understand the user community deeply. From, uh, from decades of having serviced them. Uh, those are big and real advantages, right? If you, you, you need to be, have been part of the industry and understand the users and understand their operating procedures and their doctrine to be able to, to uh, effectively grow something into this marketplace. Back on November 15th, I wanna kind of go back to that, <clears throat> you uh, and talk about Phantom. You <clears throat> announced uh, that General Dynamics, who you mentioned earlier, where the land system said selected uh, Phantom for a new vehicle program mm -hmm. uh, submission to the U.S. Uh, military. So that was back on November 12th. It was going to take about 15 months uh, to for your engineering team to go through it, collaborate with General Dynamics in order to get a prototype ready. Uh, it's March. I know it's still early, but how is that collaboration with General Dynamics going? And I just love that as an example of a monster company that's collaborating with Quest Microsystems. Well, I think both uh, parties are very happy with how, um, how that's proceeding. 
Um, obviously very important for us to perform. I mean, our technology is proven. <clears throat> it's a matter of uh, integrating it into their particular vehicle <clears throat> that uh, they're putting forward for this program. And, um, and our, 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 <laughs> our engineers are uh, obviously highly motivated to make, make sure they're doing a great job on that. And, uh, and we will, and we think that uh, General Dynamics Land Systems and the US military customer will be very happy with the end result. This is a very effective system to have in, in the field uh, for its purpose of us creating this electronic cloak uh, so you can't easily be detected. You're you're deceiving the enemy everywhere, and it's um, it's really become an essential part of the modern battlefield. Now I remember when uh, in a previous life I was providing jammers against uh, remotely detonated roadside bombs, and this started off as something that bomb technicians would use, right? If they if they were trying to defuse a bomb. <clears throat> but what that evolved into is everybody had to have it going into a theater of conflict where this was an ever-present danger. So soldiers on the ground had to have backpackable units. Vehicles had to have these uh, vehicle-mounted versions of it. And so it just became ubiquitous. And that remains the case today. And no one would go into a theater of conflict today without this Absolutely kind of not. jamming equipment. And, uh, you know, I believe the same thing could happen with our phantom system and same thing could happen with our, with our battlefield laser detection system where everyone's facing these threats and you have to have the protection against them. It's not an option. Um, last year, you reported about just under $1.3 million in revenue for the, for the full year. Uh, but look, just this uh, just this program alone, I think, is uh, mm -hmm. include a one million dollar order just for the initial prototyping. Uh, so that that yeah. almost take that almost does your entire 2021 year in one shot. How does your sales pipeline look? Because I remember last year when we spoke, there was a good sized pipeline. Are you able to give us some details as to how that pipeline looks? Because when you guys succeed, mm -hmm. you'll succeed big with really big orders. Uh, you're not selling one system per day on a Shopify, obviously. So right. how does the sales pipeline look and how how uh, and optimistic are you about the coming, th this fiscal year? Well, the um, the sales pipeline, uh, you know, just continues to grow. Again, some indication on specific programs of uh, what that can look like. Uh, you know, for example, we, we uh, said before about the Phantom Pro, just this one program, with General Dynamics, General Dynamics Land Systems would be in the tens of millions of dollars. That's one sure. program and one vehicle for one part of the US military. And, you know, times programs like that around the world. And so, you know, that's a blue sky opportunity, we believe, right? It, it's a bit like having jammers against roadside bombs or you've got to have electronic decoys. Uh, um, balance any question about that in the in the context of modern warfare uh you know same with our our uh, battlefield uh, laser detection system we said we are expecting the first orders from a nato customer this year i mean i could go on we we uh you know this is we keep saying internally this is the year of revenue growth right for for the company so it's been in developmental stage and uh 
and uh, market evaluation stages. Some of its contracts has had in the past have been by very important marquee customers to evaluate the technology. And, uh, you know, that kind of thing will always be ongoing with new customers. Uh, but now we're able to hit the gas pedal and start converting this very big sales opportunity pipeline into actual contracts. So this yeah, is then once, once you get a successful you know, deployment, a successful sale into just one aspect of one military, there's no reason why that can't multiply several times over, right, David? Because you guys yeah. aren't just dealing with the U.S. military. You're pretty much dealing with every, we, we uh, address every global, national defense in the, in the world. Global market, and it's just a, uh, a repeat of a, of a game plan we, you know, we've done before where we pick off very high-value niches in the defense and security market, not just the military, but security as well, that we can dominate uh, just like we have before in previous incarnations. And, uh, and, and that on a global scale becomes huge. Uh, look, congratulations on your success to date. It's too bad that it comes with increased hostilities and uh, unfortunately outright war even in the, in the Ukraine. But the fact of the matter is um, you guys are filling a, a fantastic need with these uh, soldier safety systems. That's what I love to call them. And uh, we wish you nothing but great success, not just as shareholders, but you know, helping protect soldiers against all these threats with your non and your non-lethal systems is just uh, is just is just great for everybody. That's what motivates the company and the team. Most of us have been there and done it, you know, at the uh, pointy end of business the field. Year, so, with business end of it, so uh, uh, there's a lot of satisfaction in doing something like this that makes a difference. We're not just making plastic bags. Yeah, there's a, as, as, as shareholders and uh, on our side, there is a, a nice double bonus here. One is uh, hopefully, a, you know, as you guys execute successful, a successful business, uh, but at the same time, knowing that there are real people out there in the field uh, whose lives are being saved. There are real soldiers of right. uh, NATO and its allies who, who are being saved. Lives are literally being saved by your microsystems. And uh, can't wait to keep talking about as this ball accelerates, at Quest, David, as it just keeps rolling faster and faster, I can't wait to keep having you on more and more. And by the way, I can't wait to see the actual, you guys uh, next week can be released some videos. So I can't wait to start showing the world some of the videos because it's one thing for us to talk about it, which is exciting because you can get a general feel. It's another thing to watch these videos and see in action. I can't wait for those. Maybe, who knows? Maybe we'll, maybe we'll bring you back on in a couple of weeks just to go through some of those videos, just to explain to us what's happening in them. Sure. Happy to do it anytime, George. Thanks so much. Thanks, David. For everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform. To David Luxon, he's executive chairman at Quest Microsystems, trades in Canada under KWE and for friends in the U.S. under KWEMF. To start your due diligence, two ways to do it. First, get to the company's profile page on Agoracom. Because there's a lot going on here. What a lot of us don't know what soldier safety uh, defense technologies are, right? Now you have a good idea, but we've got it all neatly laid out for you. We got some great images actually to show you the product in action, the products, sorry. And then from there, once you feel comfortable, you got that thousand foot view of Quest, then link over to the website right from Goracom, do your uh, deep dive due diligence, and hopefully discovered your next great small cap defense company. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time. Thanks, George. Bye-bye.
Hey guys, this podcast is over. But don't forget to help your company by liking it or even leaving a comment. And then, don't forget to help yourself by following us on Spotify, Google, Apple, or on your favorite podcast platform so you will never miss another one great Agora Gomez Mocha podcast.